0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of From the Lighthouse. I'm Stephanie and I'm here today with a very special podcast for you. This is another creative podcast by one of my students. Um, this is Jeremy Negro from my um, ENGL 303 Narrative in the Novel class and he's done a creative podcast for an assessment task on Hanya Yanagihara's novel The People in the Trees. So Jeremy will be reading two characters today, um, both Ronald and Norton. And without further ado, here's Jeremy. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Alright, I'll just start. Norton, come in here. What is it? Why have you scattered the newspaper around the table like a madman? Read them. (gasps) The first reviews are in. Let's see what we've got. The Times, The Guardian, The Post, USA Today? I thought you might want a different perspective. Don't make me laugh, Ronald. Also I thought I'd record your reactions for historical purposes. Whatever. Look at this in The Guardian. The memoirs turn what should be an exciting, mysterious story into something which often reads like a scientific paper. The endless footnotes provide interesting additional information, but contribute to what already feels like a dense and lengthy read. A page-turner this is not. Perhaps he should have enlisted the help of his brother, Owen, an English professor at Bard College, and the award-winning poet of the Nautilus sky. Ah, I thought it was rather well-written. I'm sure my brother will be delighted with the mention I fail to see how what he does is any different to what I did. Dating his students, <laughs> under the guise of love, they end up in his bed all the same. Look, here's a nice one. A captivating tale, reefed in dark mystery. There can be no deba- debate. This is the authoritative account of Dr. Norton Perina, the people of Ivu Ivu, and the mystery of the Opa Ivu Eki, and its life-extending powers. Read the next sentence. Really, Norton, there's no read it. Ultimately, though, one cannot help be saddened by the tale and disgusted by Perina. The Nobel prize-winning scientist will now be remembered for all the wrong reasons, and his contributions to science largely forgotten. These people, these dilettantes, want it all. They want computers, medicine, new equipment, gizmos, and gadgets to make their pitiful lives easier. They're happy enjoying the products of my work, but then they get all moral when they discover where the work came from. Pure science is always worthwhile, my friend. Listen to this, an illuminating insight into the mind of Dr. Perina, a fascinating journey culminating in a striking realisation. How could someone with such a brilliant mind so obviously misconstrue a child's need for affection and love with that of sexual desire? Look at this, Ronald. They acknowledge my brilliance only so they can use it against me. Don't listen to them. The only thing that matters is your brilliance. Obviously not. Look at this in the post. Prepare yourself to enter the mind of a monster like never before. His de- self-delusion reaches new heights in a pitiful effort to justify his actions. Edited by his lackey, long-time friend and research assistant, Dr. Ronald Cubadera. have eh, been called worse. The memoirs of Aid Norton Perina attempts to garner sympathy for Perina while simultaneously detailing graphic sexual violence towards children. You'd think I would have received some praise for writing the truth, if only we hadn't included the postscript. You know as well as I do that we had no choice. You're right greatest good of the scientists is greatest curse, the absolute dedication of the truth above all else. Only my colleagues actually adhered to this dictum. I appreciate the gesture, my friend. I think I'm going to go lie down.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. This has been another episode of From the Lighthouse. If you could please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. Um, For more creative student work, you can look at fromthelighthouse.org and we'll see you again in about a week. Thanks. Bye.